0: Welcome to the LSAT Habits Podcast, where in each episode we present key habits you can master to raise your score consistently. I'm your host and instructor, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. That's jdlsa com. And today, we're gonna talk about what to do the week before the exam, because it's January 2021. We've got the exam coming up this weekend, uh, January 16th, and it's the Flex, so some students will be taking it on the 16th, some students will be taking it later, but students are wondering, hey, what do I do in this last week before as they're studying? So I'm going to kind of go through the, the basic points that I make to my students as they're preparing, and I guess, you know, a few things. Um, one, first, do no harm a good thing to keep in mind because this is something you do need to study for over the long term it's not something you can cram and i think a lot of students have this mentality of oh i want to you know get everything i can in before the exam and that's good up to a certain point but you don't want to overtire yourself um you want to be reasonable about it and it's better to take care of yourself know that you've studied over the long term um and just you know just basic things that'll serve you well but don't overstudy don't overexhaust yourself you want to be ready for this exam um so again don't overstudy get good sleep throughout the week uh, we're going to talk about some other key uh points um so <clears throat> first um pt's so one um try not to take too many pt's this week and certainly do not take a PT the day before the exam if you want to take a PT before the exam and obviously you can take them but don't take one the day before um, two days before is fine right so if the last one you take is not the day before but the day before that so two days before is fine but don't take a PT the day before the exam it's kind of like running a marathon the day before you're on the marathon You don't want to exhaust yourself. These things are mentally taxing. So the day before the exam should be light. We're gonna get into that in a little more depth, but I really want to stress from the very beginning, do not take a PT the day before the exam. The last day you should take a PT is two days before the exam. That way the day before you have time to relax, be energized, just get into a good place. Um, So again, do not take a PT the day before the exam. One other thing, you know, we're talking about the week before. You know, if if you have time, some students may have time to take more than one PT the week before, and that's fine. Um, Those of you who've worked with me know that um, I'm a big believer in quality over quantity. I don't want you to try to cram in every PT that you can the week before. Um, Another good rule of thumb you shouldn't take PTs in consecutive days, Um, you should space them out at least a day in between. So, don't do something like, okay, I'm gonna take a, a PT on Tuesday, then take another one on Wednesday, then take another one on Thursday. No, 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 no. Um, have a day off in between so your body can recuperate. These things are been very taxing. And if you think about it, you wouldn't do a long distance run and then do the same long distance run. Um, you know, you give yourself a day to recuperate. And you really do need that with this exam. So, again, do not take a PT the day before. If you do make it two days before, um, and then any other PTs, space them out so you have at least one day in between. Um, Let's talk about some other things this week. Um, Sleep, super important. Um, I'm probably going to do a a podcast episode on sleep at some point soon. Um, Those of you who are my current students or former students who are listening, you know how much I preach sleep. Uh, For those of you who check out the website jdlset.com, I mean. You know, you could see one of the earliest blog posts is on sleep because it is something that's so critical to uh, perform the way you need to. If you don't get adequate sleep, then you're just not going to perform at the level that you, that you have the potential for. And um, I, I should just take a moment without getting too much into this, because obviously this could be a whole new episode. Um, when I say adequate sleep, let me, let me clarify. I don't want you to sleep enough to get by. I don't know, some people do that, you know, they'll think, oh, I can get by in five hours, I can get by in six hours. No, 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 no. You want generally eight plus hours. Um, you want enough sleep so that you're know, not that like you're getting by, so that you can perform ideally, so that you're not slowing down because you didn't get enough sleep. For anyone who, you know, I'm sure everyone who's listening to this has had days where they haven't gotten as much sleep. Some of you may be chronically sleep-deprived, unfortunately. Uh, but when you don't get adequate sleep, things just slow up. Um, you, know, you don't think as quickly. It takes you time to recall something, even something simple. Um, you know, one of the questions that people always raise about this test is, well, how do I, how do I get quicker? How do I perform faster? And it's not that simple. It's not even about being fast as much as it's about being efficient and effective. But I can tell you this: um, when you don't get enough sleep, it does slow down your processing speed it just does and you you know to the extent that you can control it you want to be at that peak processing speed you don't want those extra seconds to slow you down because your brain isn't working as quickly because you can get enough sleep so please get enough sleep this should be a regular habit Uh, it's very counterproductive at anything in life to think, oh i'll just sacrifice on sleep i've been guilty of this as a student and in my professional life Um, big mistake, Uh, I learned the hard way, um, but I can tell you, especially when it comes to standardized tests, sleep is key. I've known that from experience. Really want you to maximize your sleep. Good rule of thumb is that, well, one, I think if you're just looking for a number, I think eight is a minimum. I know that might seem like a lot for a lot of you out there who are probably sleep deprived, but it really is a good number. Um, but here's the rule of thumb. You shouldn't need an alarm to wake you up. So, if you're relying, I mean, obviously, set an alarm, you don't want to miss the test or miss what you need to get, but right, your alarm should be a backup. And ideally, you should be getting up a little bit before the alarm naturally. So, again, you don't need to rely on your alarm. If for you that number is eight hours, great. If for you it's nine hours, great. Um, But Whatever that number is, you know, there was a period in my life where I think it might have been even like 9 or 10. I'm not sure exactly what it is now, although I'm not taking this exam the way you are. But I think I personally try to get at least 8 hours, if not more. Um, but again, I don't rely on, ideally you don't want to rely on your alarm, alarm clock. Um, and just to you know, make the point, I mean, you can even Google this. There are celebrities out there who are, you know, LeBron James is a great example. He gets 12 hours of sleep a night. 12 hours so that's half the day and he's not a lazy person he's doing it for a reason so um again please try to get that sleep not just before the exam though and this is what I'm bringing this up early about the week before obviously the night before super important but throughout the week because you know this is something we can't really just wing um your body is used to getting up and going to bed at certain times so try to keep it consistent. If you normally get up at 7am, well then, and you want to get up at 7am, then you should be going to bed at least 11, if not sooner, maybe 10, 1030. Um, That way you can consistently be doing this throughout the week. And frankly, um, throughout your study, throughout life, really, you'll just be happier and get more out of your day. Um, but long story short, definitely during the week and certainly the night before the exam. Uh, but try to just have your standard bedtime, standard awake time. And again, the rule of thumb is, yes, you want to set an alarm. But you know you've gotten a good amount of sleep when you don't need to rely on your alarm. Okay, next part. Um, other habits we want to talk about. Um, when you're taking these PTs, if you take one or two this week, again, you're spacing them out. Try to replicate this as much as you can to simulate that PT. Right? If your PT is going to be at 9.30 in the morning, take your PTs around 9.30, um, whatever days they are. So that way you're replicating. This is something you should be doing throughout. But at this point, if you're taking the flex, you know what time it's going to be. If your PT is at 1 p.m., excuse me, if your LSAT exam is at 1 p.m., Take your PTs at 1 p.m. And obviously, sometimes there are factors we can't control, but to the extent that you can, you really want to replicate things. You really want to replicate that test day situation. So not just time, I mean, everything else, the stuff you do beforehand, the warm-up, everything, anything. Literally use your PTs as a dress rehearsal or a practice or a scrimmage for your actual LSAT exam. You want to replicate it. And you also want to treat it like sort of an experiment. If you're like thinking about things to try, oh, maybe I should drink this much water so I am hydrated but don't need to go to the bathroom of my PT, my, my exam Well, try it during a PT and sort of get a sense of things. Um, but again, any PTs you take, I want you to take them close to the time that you're going to have your LSAT exam. And again, try doing the same exact thing so it's like a habit, um, you know eat the same foods right before. Um, you know. If you're going to do some cardio before, then maybe do some cardio before. But part of the reason we're also doing this is we want to cultivate the idea of I'm going to treat my PTs, my practice tests, like the actual exam, and I'm going to treat my exam like the practice test. And the reason that works is, right, like, One, our PTs are there to prepare us, so we're conditioned for the exam, and we can learn from them and get better and better. Cool. Um, The reason we want to treat the exam like a PT is so we're not so attached to it. So any part of us that might be crazy nervous or exhausted, we can just pull back and be like, hey, we've done this before. It's just, it's like another PT. Um, So then a few other things, uh, you know, um, Obviously, we're in the age of the coronavirus and people are taking the flex, so make sure everything is prepared ahead of time. Make sure your Wi-Fi is working well. Right now, if you're listening to this, it's probably a day or two before the exam, if not more, so this is the time to make sure your Wi-Fi is working well. If you need to call someone to make sure, uh, call your Wi-Fi company, cool. If you want to toy with it, fine. Also, you know, make arrangements to make sure that if you're taking this at home, that family, friends, roommates are not going to be disturbing you. I think most people are pretty reasonable, just tell them in advance that you're taking this exam, this is the big day, and so they won't be around or they won't disturb you. Um, But yeah, prepare everything you need and that you can beforehand. Um, A few other points. Um, So review sheet. Uh, You should start at this point, if you haven't already, working on a review sheet. I would encourage you to do this before, the night before the exam, right? like. early as you can just get that stuff together and the the, when i say review sheet basically what you want to look at not just the day before the exam but even if you know a little bit before the actual exam that morning or that afternoon um the sheet you want to look at is just basic reminders so if there's something you're like man i know i should do this on the exam but i might forget put that on your review sheet right because it's the last thing you're going to see before the exam And I want you to be able to just take a look at it. And if, you know, let's just say there are 10 things you want to remember to do. Hey, I've got to skip around. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. Got to be careful. Got to remember to annotate. Whatever it is. Um, And you're afraid you might forget. There's no guarantee. But if you look at it on your review sheet beforehand, that's one extra safeguard. That's one extra step that might make you more likely to do it. You know, even if you don't remember everything, if I've got 10 things I want to remember on my review sheet and I remember seven of them, well, it's seven more that I wouldn't have uh, remembered if I didn't have a review sheet. So start preparing that review sheet in advance. Again, anything where you're like, man, I want to do this, but I hope I don't forget during the exam, that should be on your review sheet. Um, And then, of course, um, what's... This is what we're gonna be doing throughout the week. Take care of yourself, and that's a big thing. Less is more. You know, um, I really want to emphasize this. This is a test that you need to prepare for in the long term. Um, If it's not something you can cram for. In fact, if you're prepared in the long term but you start trying to just, you know, drive yourself nuts trying to do every little thing and depriving yourself of sleep to get that extra step in that could actually, again, be that, 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 that sense of, of doing more harm than good, and, and that could sabotage your efforts. I don't want you to do that. I'd rather you do less than try to do too much and sabotage your efforts. Um, another thing is, um, if you're wondering whether you're prepared for this exam, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but you know, again, if you've been studying over the long term and you're reasonably within the area, that um, if your PTs, your last few PTs, are within striking distance of your score, around the score, your target score, so around the score you want to get or close to it, then cool, you're in a good place. Um, If they're not, and they're pretty far away, then it might be worth considering whether you want to postpone, and that might mean for some of you postponing a cycle. Um, Ideally, you know, uh, that's not necessary. If you are in that situation, that's something to think about, because it is your future. Um, Either way, you know, if you're at this place, the thing I want to emphasize is it's just not an exam you can cram for. And I, you know, for those of you who have been studying for the long term, again, don't fall into the trap of okay, well, what else can I do? Um, I've been guilty of that in with the LSAT and with other things like oh, I got to grab every little thing. I don't leave really anything to chance. Your keyword here is reasonable. Reasonable. The reason I the the point I'm trying to make is there's so many parts to this test. Yeah, there might be a stone or two that's left unturned, um, but if it's just a tiny stone here and there, fine, not a big deal. If you know that you've reasonably covered and studied over the long term, then that's what you should be doing. Do not drive yourself not staying up late, exhausting yourself, trying to cram every little thing in and then not being in a good place. I'd rather you be rested and in a good place so you can perform in the zone. Okay, so at this point, you know, let's talk about um, the night before. So the night before the, well, let me back up a little bit. The day before the exam. So the day before the exam, really want you to take it easy. Um, If you work, it'd be nice if you could take that day off. Of course, um, you know, if you don't work, you know, sometimes, whether you if, you if you do work and you have to work, maybe that's better. It won't keep you so busy. Um, but just whatever you do, just keep it light. Keep that day light. You shouldn't be studying too much. If you do want to study, keep it light. Do not take a PT. Um, you know, if you've taken the PT the day before and you want to continue to blind review it, you can do that. One other thing, um, I should back up for just a little bit. Even, I know we're talking about the day before, but... Um, your last PT, now again, you don't want to take it the day before. Let's just say you took it the day before that or something like that, and maybe you're blind reviewing it. One key tip to think about is you don't necessarily have to grade that very last PT. Um, and by that, I mean, I think, you know, when I was in this situation, I was afraid that if I, you know, if I graded my last PT and I, my score went down or I wasn't happy with the score, if it would mess with my head. And the thing is, right, it's just one data point, you know, if all of a sudden it goes down, it's just, it's one test. You know, it's probably a fluke. We know that rationally, but we don't want it to mess with us. So one thing you could do is, I'm um, just giving a heads up to my students, students, you know, whatever your last PT is, if you don't, if you're afraid it might mess with your head, even though it shouldn't, um, if you're afraid of that though, you could just not grade it. You could still blind review it. There are ways to blind review things by just, you know, just redoing questions that you were flagging. Um, you could even see which ones you got wrong without fully grading it if you do it by hand. Um, but you don't have to formally grade it if that's something you're, aware of, you're wary of. Now, of course, if if you're cool with it, grade it. And if for some reason it's not what you like, again, it's one PT, it's just one score. Don't let that mess with you. Um, so again, just wanted to throw that tip out there. And if anyone has questions on blind review, um, our very last episode Was on blind review, so you could check that out. It was episode four. So, back to where we should be the day before the exam. So, take it easy this day. Any studying should be light, it should be based around your review sheet or creating your review sheet. If you had a class or a tutor like me, then you could certainly uh, look through the notes. I think that can be quite helpful. If you want to do some basic problems, totally cool. Do not take a PT though. You know, at best, If you took the pt the day before you could be blind reviewing it but do not take a pt the day before just take it easy make sure everything's prepared if there's something you want to do you know pre-flex i would say make sure your go bag is prepared all the stuff you need to take with you when you go to the exam now at the time of this we're in the middle of where everyone's taking it at home on a flex uh with the flex format so you're going to be at home but make sure you have everything you need that's required, You know, go over those instructions, stuff like that, so you're not scrambling the day before. But again, take it easy that day. Any studying should be light, should be based primarily around a review sheet. Um, one other thing, I know this is easier said than done, you know, to say, okay, to keep it light. I mean, I myself am guilty of this. When I was about to take the exam the day before, I'm like, okay, you know, um, I, I gotta stop. And, um, I had a certain time, like maybe I'll stop by 5 PM or something, or maybe I'll stop by 4 PM, make it at least, you know, make it the latest, like around five or six or something, make it in the evening. So like that, that, that's the latest, you shouldn't be studying past six or anything like that, but have a set time and have someone to hold you accountable. Um, the time my girlfriend at the time, I said, Hey, do me a favor if I'm not stopping, tell me to stop and sure enough. That's what she did. She's like, Hey Jimmy, you know, you said you were going to stop. And you know, again, right. I teach this for a living. I try to practice what I preach, but I also, I'm human. And luckily she was able to remind me and I stopped, um, stopped studying because you don't want to drive yourself nuts. And I know it can be very tempting. So again, have someone, have a family member, significant other, somebody, even if you're living alone, just have someone to check on you and be like, "Hey, don't study after this amount of time," because um, I know it's tempting. But at this point, what you really need to do is relax, have a nice dinner, something with protein, um, you know, slow-burning carbs. Vegetables are good for you. Um, and this is the honestly <laughs> one of the best pieces of advice I could give: is watch a movie, do something to detach, watch a funny movie. I'll, I'll tell you, the night before my exams, I'd watched Napoleon Dynamite. And the reason I did it is because it's one of my favorite movies. It always makes me laugh. And I remember the first time before I was about to take the exam, I, I was like, I was still like, oh man, I, I, I had to, again, had to force myself to stop studying. But as soon as I put that movie on, within like the first few minutes, I started laughing and it was a little bit easier for me to detach and let go. And that's what I want you to do. Because you've done everything reasonable that you can, and you need to let go so you're not too attached to the outcome. And ironically, that can allow you to perform at peak level. So again, I'd say watch a funny movie. Um, I love funny movies. I could think about them, you know, even just cheesy, you know, the the Griswold's Family Christmas, whatever. Anything funny that makes you laugh. Uh, Uncle Buck. Anything with John Candy. Um, uh, Coming to America. Uh, if you like that old school stuff, they're coming out with a second one this year. Um, but anything that makes you laugh, for me, uh, um, Napoleon Dynamite doesn't. I, and I hardly recommend it. But I want you to laugh. I want you to realize that this test is not everything. And if it doesn't go as well as you like, that's okay. You'll live to fight another day. My first test didn't go the way I wanted. But I came back. And now I teach this for a living. And I love it. So... Um, Again, just detach. It's one day, it's one night. So, again, long story short, night before, take care of yourself, relax, watch a funny movie, have someone hold you accountable, have a good dinner. If you want to prepare, if you're looking for something to do, maybe prepare your breakfast or meal for the day before. Um, But get into bed early. If you're having trouble sleeping, read a book. Like, read a real book. Not Kindle, not, you know, anything with the blue light from your devices. Read an actual real book. Because that will usually help put you to sleep. Um, but again, get to bed, make sure you have a good night of sleep. Okay, now let's you know. Now we're gonna talk about the morning of and test day. So, test day, ideally you've taken my advice, and you got a great night of sleep. You didn't even need the alarm clock because you made sure to get enough sleep. You got your eight plus hours. Cool. Now what? Okay, first thing, um, you know, if you like coffee like me, start your cup of coffee. Start your breakfast. Um, Take a shower. I definitely recommend a shower in the morning. Some people are night showers. I get it, but there's something about taking a shower in the morning that not only sets your day, but gets the water in your face, gets the water in your eyes, so you're not all, like... You still have that sleepy eye, because you don't want that during the test. You don't want sleepy eyes, so take a nice shower. Get the water in your face. Um, If you like exercise, um, then by all means. Whatever you do, though, keep it light. my standard is like 20 minutes of cardio. It's enough to get my brain going. And not, not, not standard any day, but for the exam or for any PT. Um, so 20 minutes of cardio can be good. Enough where you just get your brain going. You know, um, There's a great book that a student of mine recommended to me called Spark. If you get a chance, S-P-A-R-K, Spark. And it talks about the, um, the mental benefits of working out. And how it can really perform improve um, test taking performance and reading comprehension. It's a really awesome book, so if you get a chance, check it out. Um, but I'm not saying to do cardio for your health. I'm saying to do it for your for your mental performance. Um, it really can get your brain going and get you to think quickly and just get you in a good place. So 20 minutes of light cardio, not a bad idea. Um, breakfast, um, you know, something with protein, fat, and glucose because your brain. Unless if you're on a different diet if you're on the standard American diet our brains run on glucose so um, something like uh, you know eggs um, uh, steel cut oatmeal apples great but again you want to have a nice breakfast you don't want to find yourself getting hungry before now it with the flex your exam could be earlier it could be later if it's later you know and you won't need to eat again or if you want a snack beforehand I do recommend something light but filling good rule of thumb As simple as it sounds, PBJ, it's something baseball players often have, professional baseball players have before a game, specifically because it doesn't weigh you down, but at the same time, it keeps you full. The fat and the peanut butter and the protein, the glucose and the jelly, and I like, uh, you know, some sort of whole wheat bread or something like that that's slow-burning. Apple's also great, but something, you know, peanut butter, almond butter. I'm more of an almond butter person, but, you know, whatever... um, Whatever you like, but something like that that's gonna keep you full, but not weigh you down. Um, and then just a few other points. Um, so as you get closer to the exam that day, um, again, take it easy, uh, You know, look at your review sheet, that should guide your, st- any little bit of studying beforehand should just be based on your review sheet. Warming up, the very first episode of this podcast is about warming up. So I would encourage you to check that out. And I would encourage you to warm up before the exam, if time allows. So, um, as I mentioned, and I really would encourage you to go to episode one, but I'll just give you my basic prescription. Three to five LR questions, easy. Easy, easy for all of these. Easy LR questions, because it's just about warming up. Um, You know, annotate an easy passage for reading comp. Do a setup for an easy game. If you want to get to the questions on the passage or the game, feel free. But the keyword is easy it's more about the process getting you warmed up so you're in the mode so you're not just like warming up right when the exam starts you're in that mode muscle memory kicks in and when you when they actually start the exam you know you're already there and you're firing on all cylinders Um, you're in that place so that's what we're after so again I would encourage you to warm up and I do encourage you to listen to that first episode on warming up Um, but yeah that's that's about it Um, again you know review sheet um just a few other things actually I just want to make sure i don't miss anything else um make sure you sit at that computer you know uh, probably to be safe 30 minutes beforehand make sure everything's working right you know that maybe there wasn't a surge at night that threw your computer off just get everything set earlier um, no reason why you can't you know um sit down a few minutes 30 minutes earlier just to even even if you're just working on the review sheet or whatever Um, another point about this, I have to say this, um, make sure you go to the bathroom, make sure you go to the bathroom because you do not want to go during that test and you don't want the distraction of it. And it's kind of like the family road trip, you know, like everyone goes to the bathroom before the road trip starts. That's the rule. Even if you don't need to go make that your rule, go to the bathroom, even if you don't need to go because you don't want to be in that place. Just force yourself to go. Um, One other thing I should say, um, if you're like me and you drink coffee, cool. Um, And of course, water, so you're hydrated. But again, the whole bathroom thing, you don't want to have to go. So this is something you might want to have experimented with in your prior PTs. But just, you know, what is the optimal amount of coffee and water you could have where you'll stay hydrated, but you won't need to run to the bathroom um, in the middle of the exam. So you can figure that out for yourself. I found for me, it was like one cup of coffee, and one cup of water and then of course I'd make sure I went to the bathroom right before the exam even though uh even if I didn't have to go um but yeah I think that's about it um after the exam something I really encourage all of my students to do write down your takeaways just the way I would encourage you to do that after a PT so when I say that I mean things that went well that you want to replicate if you were to take this exam again things that didn't go so hot, um, that you want to improve upon, Uh, things that you didn't even notice, you didn't expect. Write them down. Because, I mean, ideally, this exam is going to be it. You're going to get your target score and everything's going to be beautiful. But there's a chance, as it was for me, that maybe your first or second exam doesn't go the way you like, and maybe it's one more exam away from getting the score you want. This exam, right, will be a valuable learning experience. It was for me I know when I did need to take the exam again me writing down my takeaways was how I guided my studying going forward so and you never know ideally again you'll get the target score uh, but if you don't that's okay too you're gonna write down this stuff so you can learn from it so I hope this has been helpful again remember take care of yourself this week it's really about maintenance it's about taking care of yourself I'd rather you do less and do it well than try to burn yourself out. Good night of sleep, good nutrition, review sheet, um, less is more. But that's the gist of it. Take care of yourself, detach from the outcome. And that's the gist of it. So I hope this has been helpful. Um, again, my website, JDLSAT.com. That's JDLSAT.com. I'm Jimmy D. And it's been a pleasure. Please stay tuned for more podcast episodes and best of luck on this exam. Thank you.